Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Guess what? The Moms Organization Motivation is now on YouTube. So if you've ever been curious what I look like when I do all my hand talking when I'm recording my podcast episodes, or if maybe you're just really here for the before and after transformation pics and videos when I am working on my own home or working with my clients, now's your chance to see it. Of course, there are also going to be plenty of three E's reminders, and I'm sure the occasional outtakes. So head over to everythingwithstyle.com and you can find a YouTube icon there to click on, on any of the pages at the bottom. You can go to YouTube and you can actually search up the mom's organization motivation with Paige Killian. You can go to the show notes in all of these episodes and click the link there, or you can find me at everything with style mom on Instagram and check out my profile. There's going to be a link that'll take you directly to it there as well. Lots of different ways to get there, but the point is you got to check it out. I hope you'll subscribe and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Enjoy today's episode, and I'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game-changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, thanks for joining me for another episode today. We are in full 
back to school mode in the last couple of episodes, I talked about how we are getting back into the school routine, how we are setting ourselves up for the best chance of success with our kids and people like me who hate mornings by prepping as much as we can the night before. We also had Katrina Teeple from Operation Organization on to talk about digitally decluttering our lives. Okay. I had to call in backup on that because while I can definitely really do a good job on your pantry and your closet, getting that organized. I don't feel like my strong suit is dealing with digital paperwork, so to speak, the emails and the text messages and managing all that. And how about the photos and the videos that live on our phone? And then do they also live in the cloud? And then do we have folders for them? And do they take over our desktop on our laptop? You know, just like all of that stuff. I needed help and she was amazing. So if you have not listened to those episodes, please go back and check them out in September episode series. Now we are going to talk about something that might be a bit of a touchy subject, but I felt like honestly in that sort of back to school mode, it was important. And I wanted to bring up this idea of procrastination and why we do that. So why do we procrastinate? How does that serve us? Why does our body do that? Why does our mentally, why does our mind do that? And I feel like so often the reason that we are procrastinating is either because we just really don't want to do something. Hello. Sometimes we're avoiding it like the plague because we don't want to do it or because we feel like it's going to actually be this big, huge thing. And it's going to be so overwhelming that the thought of even tackling it is exhausting. So not even the doing it, it's just the thinking about doing it is even exhausting to us. But as adults, and sometimes as kids, now your kids are getting in this place too, where they're more responsible in school and having more responsibility on their plates, homework, schoolwork, extracurricular activities. We have to do stuff that sometimes we don't want to do, or we have to tackle projects that are going to be several steps to accomplishing whatever it is that we're trying to do. So why do we procrastinate on those things? If the best thing to do is certainly get a jump start on it so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Well, again, I think so much of it is us feeling like the little bit of work that we're going to put into it maybe isn't going to show much and on a big impact scale. And so we sort of just avoid getting started because we think unless we do a tremendous amount toward that goal, it's not going to count. It's not going to matter. Or maybe you're a person who feels like once you start something, you got to finish it. And that can hold a lot of weight. That can be a lot of pressure, especially if not only do you want to do it, but you want to do it well. So I have some suggestions today. I think why we procrastinate, acknowledging, is it because you just really don't want to do this thing? Is it something you should outsource and get somebody else to take care of if you just hate, hate, hate it? Is that going to make your life easier? Or is it something that you can accomplish and maybe you have to, given whatever it is you're trying to do? Is it one of those things where you just need to lean in and get started and, and the reason that you've been procrastinating is because you feel like you're just not going to hit the nail on the head and it's just not going to be working or it's going to be all consuming and you won't be able to focus on all the other things in your life. That's certainly something that I can understand. 
there's a lot going on for me right now when the kids go back to school, because that makes me feel like now I need to do more volunteering at school. (laughs) I'm recording this actually on a day where I had two back-to-back meetings, one for our mom life committee and one for running the school bake sale. And last year we didn't get to do those things because of COVID and restrictions and not getting to meet. And now we're going to try and attempt it in this I never want to say post COVID world, right? Because I know we're still in it. We still have those restrictions, but because they're lifting a little bit, we're starting to put more back on our plate. And I don't want us to be so overwhelmed with these new responsibilities that we procrastinate because we dread it, or we feel like we can't take on another thing because it's going to compile and we won't be able to focus on other stuff too, if we take on new responsibilities. So here's what I'm going to suggest. I think maybe at this point, you've been listening long enough to know that I love things in threes. So I thought I would talk about three different ways that we could get out of that procrastination zone and get into the more accomplishing goals zone. Okay. We want to be less procrastinating and more productive. And how do we do that? Well, I think the very first thing we do is we set realistic expectations. I talked about in episode seven, it's called the essential purge. That was a really big downloaded episode. And I think it's because it's so relatable. So many times we don't want to tackle that purge, that very first step in getting organized because we feel like there's a lot involved. We have to make decisions about sentimental items that maybe we don't want to let go. If we keep them, where do we keep them? How do we organize them? How can we protect them or how do we display them? And so I think we can get stuck sometimes in that very first part of getting organized, which I always feel like is the essential purge. And so on that episode, I talked about this concept that I've heard before, which is really just shooting for getting 1% better. So when we are talking about this first step in getting out of procrastination and into productivity, I am going to say that that is setting realistic expectations. I don't want you to feel like you have to do so many things and knock it all out all at once. You just don't have to. If you can set these realistic expectations of, I'm going to get started on it today, because otherwise the alternative is never starting. And then it's of course, never going to get done. It's just going to stare you in the face and cause you to be frustrated and annoyed and irritated, which then spills over into other parts of your life. I feel like when we have things that we're avoiding doing, we can get grumpy or we could get sad and depressed about it, honestly, because we think I should have done that already. Ugh, and then we beat ourselves up. But if you just shoot for getting 1% better, That might be if you're tackling that never-ending mail pile. (laughs) That was another episode. If you're trying to tackle that never-ending mail pile, I talked about getting 1% better might just look like opening one envelope and looking at what that is and deciding if it needs to be recycled or if it needs to be handled right then and there, or if it needs to go into a category of to-do, like this is in progress, we're working on this, that kind of thing. So whatever it is that you are feeling like you're procrastinating on these days, what could be something that would get you 1% closer to that goal? 1% doesn't sound as scary as like, I got to do 50% of it today. That feels overwhelming. If it's a larger task, if you shoot for 1% better, I mean, could it get any lower? (laughs) Any less? What I've found that happens is when you shoot for 1% better, 
you're going to do more than 1%. You're going to do 10% or you're going to do 15 or maybe you are going to get 50% into that project that day. And who knows, maybe you think that you're going to start tackling a junk drawer and it's going to be so annoying because you're going to have to take everything out and everything needs to find a home. Then you got to put the containers in and then you got to, you know, measure it first before you go. And you feel like it's going to be this whole big thing. And really, if you take everything out, wipe it down, decide this needs to go over here and this needs to get trashed, it could take you 15 minutes to reorganize your junk drawer Instead of looking at that thing day after day and being annoyed that you can't tell what's in there because it's overrun with stuff. So if you just shoot for 1% better and think, I'm going to open this drawer today and I'm going to take a few things out and either throw them in the trash or relocate them to another place that makes more sense. I feel like that's way better than even 1%. That's huge. And chances are you could end up taking care of the whole drawer that day when really you just needed to get over that 1%, that lean in and just begin. I say that all the time. Don't think it's going to be so massive. Sometimes it is, but don't think it's going to be so massive if you're just shooting for 1% better. I'll tell you when I was writing my book, by the way, I'm having this, this memory come flooding back all so clearly. Writing a book is daunting. And you think about like how many words would make up a book. Instead of having a word limit that I felt like I was shooting for whenever I would sit down to do some writing, instead of doing that, me shooting for 1% better was literally opening my laptop because I remember feeling like, oh, if I sit down, I'm going to be sitting at this computer for three hours and get sucked in and do all of these different things where I'm going to have writer's block and I'm not going to be able to focus and that kind of stuff would make me procrastinate and I wouldn't want to do it. So I would never even open my laptop. So my 1% better was just sitting down and opening my laptop. And I would allow myself to just do whatever work I was able to do in that moment. So setting realistic expectations and not putting so much pressure on yourself to do a certain amount can really be helpful in just getting you out of that initial procrastination state and get you into the productivity state. So I think the next thing is keeping it simple. So first we've got set realistic expectations. That's where we're shooting for the 1% better. Next, keep it simple. Yeah, that's a great idea. Do you know what I do to keep it simple? I go back to my three E's because they keep me focused. That doesn't feel totally overwhelming and stressful. I feel like I can do three simple steps and something's going to improve or even get done. So my three E's, there's an episode, episode one, the three E's philosophy. And I basically talk about how I use these three words, your essentials, enhancements, and extras to get you moving forward on any task you're trying to accomplish. And a lot of that just has to do with, like I said, in the very beginning, just getting motivated to do it and get out of procrastination mode. I really like to start, if you're organizing, for example, I really like to start with a good essential purge. That's the first step. 
then you get to the second step, which is the donation or the sale of any of those items that you decided you didn't want anymore when you're purging. And then finally, your third E, the extra is actually just styling that space. That's when you put in the containers and you're making that space have both form and function. So it's working best for you. So whatever it is you are now deciding you want to tackle, how can you use three E's, three simple steps to accomplish that goal? right? We're already leaning in. We're getting out of procrastination mode. We're leaning in. We're going to begin the progress by just shooting for 1% better. Now we're going to decide what are we actually going to try to accomplish from beginning to end with this project? How can we create three simple steps that are going to help move that forward without the overwhelm? All right. So if you need any examples of that or more information about that and having to figure out how to organize a particular space, or perhaps just checking something off of your to-do list, maybe you need to break that into three simple steps so that you can move that along. It could be in your schedule as well. So whatever it is you are trying to go for, head over to the first episode. I think that one's very helpful in just figuring out how do we use the three E's to actually simplify our life. Now we're at the third thing that I think is a great way to get out of procrastination mode. And that is ask for help. I did an asking for help series, which was hugely successful because people often feel like they'll talk to me. They'll say, I feel like I can't ask for help because I feel like I should be doing this on my own. Or I feel like I can't ask for help because we're on a budget right now and, and things are too hard to try to negotiate and get somebody in to help me. And so I did this whole series about how really you can benefit from asking different people to come step in and help you. And if budget is a situation, I talked about that and I talked about maybe it's where you enlist a friend or a family member who can come in and help you at the time. If you are maybe wanting to go back to work and you have childcare that is a struggle for you, hiring a nanny or hiring a part-time sitter to just give you a little bit of time to do that. Even if you're at home, if you're working from home, sometimes it makes sense to ask for help and have somebody come in and just help you with watching your kiddos so that you can accomplish those goals. I talked about hiring a handyman. I talked about hiring a housekeeper. And of course I talked about hiring an organizer. So those are some people that you might need to be asking for help to move this thing along that you're trying to accomplish that you keep procrastinating on because it's making you crazy or you feel like it's going to be such a huge job, you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're paying for someone, you're actually hiring a professional, or you're asking a friend for help. And then you're saying, hey, you help me out. Here's how I can help you out, because that's obviously important. That is something that's also going to be moving the ball forward, getting you closer to accomplishing those goals, getting you out of procrastination mode and into that productivity. So these things that we really want to accomplish actually get accomplished. So definitely check out the show notes because I talked about a few different episodes that might be helpful in getting the ball rolling. And don't forget those three things, okay? We're gonna set realistic expectations. We're gonna keep it simple. That's where you might wanna bring in those three E's. And you're gonna ask for help. And sometimes asking for help is just communicating with your family and saying, hey guys, this is something I'm going to work on right now. And I need everybody to give mom verbal praise and encouragement whenever I get started. Sometimes that's all the help that you need. You just need somebody to be an accountability partner and to say, you totally got this. 
So I'm going to be your accountability partner today. And if there's something that you're looking forward to doing, or if there's something that you are dreading and you cannot help but procrastinate, I'm going to say that I'm in your corner. I'm going to say some prayers for you because we all can use a little bit of that. And I believe in you. You can totally do this. You're going to knock it out of the park. Why? Because you're going to have those realistic expectations. You're going to keep it simple and you're going to ask for help if you need it. I hope this was helpful for you. If it was share it with a friend because we all sort of procrastinate sometimes and we need to pull ourselves out of that. That is just real life. All right. If this is something that you guys are working on right now, I'm going to say happy organizing. If your project has to do with helping your kid out now that they're back to school, I'm going to say you totally got this. And let's try to be a good example for our kids because if we're constantly procrastinating and putting things off. You know that they're watching that. You know that they see that. So encourage them. If this is something that you guys are going through and they are in procrastination mode and need to get more productive, let them know these three steps that could totally help get them onto the more accomplished goals page instead of the I'm totally not doing this. I'm just going to procrastinate. And hopefully the, I don't know what, like magical homework fairies are going to come in and do it. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. Either way, you got this. You totally got this. I hope you guys are having an amazing back to school experience. And I look forward to talking to you next week about more organization motivation. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.